You've reached the Onkin Radio Podcast. Nick Onkin here, exploring the world from creativity, consciousness, and everything in between to help you alchemize your life to its fullest expression. Alrighty, guys. We're back. 2021. New podcast, Onkin Radio here is what I'm deciding to call my new podcast. And uh, just so you know, I'm in efforts to consolidate my own personal brand here this year and really focusing on some different things. And uh, photography is just a part of that. And it, it always will be. It's one of my first medium passions, if you will. But as you know, if you follow me or if you've been listening to the podcast, you do a lot of different things such as making hats like the one here and uh, painting murals and doing this podcast and putting content out on social media, different things like that. And I hope to be getting into some other fun creative projects this year. I will be getting into these other fun creative projects, I should say. And a lot of journeying through the idea of creativity and consciousness as I've been on my own spiritual journey over the last few years and um, probably also working on a, a new course around identity alchemy and that is a process and I want to talk about designing a personal brand from the inside out and um, because when you're congruent with who you are inside and you're putting that to the outside world that's where people resonate with you. And I've gone through a really big process of identity alchemy just in general in my life over the last last few years from deconstruction to curating and, and thinking about where things are going to now being in a space of becoming and being in the things in the world that I want to be. And it's been a really beautiful thing because happiness comes from the inside out. It comes from navigating through your soul and navigating through all the traumas and, and all the different things that, that you may have in your life that we all have, I have, from growing up, from every day just living. We can create traumas. We can create things that keep us from living our fullest creative expression. And I've been doing a lot of plant medicine, which I want to talk about through also as well through the coming, you know, episodes and podcasts and what I'm putting out there because I believe that they are so healing to the psyche, to the subconscious, to the subconscious mind and all the things that we have going on, all the three layers that we put ourselves in. I just watched the movie Soul, which was beautiful, beautiful movie. And they one of the biggest things that I loved about that movie was that it talked about how flow, creative flow taps you into your soul and taps you into divine cosmic intelligence. And I think, you know, throughout the battles of time, everyone wages war over whose connection to God, the universe, divine intelligence, the whatever you want to call it. Everyone wages wars over whose way is right. And I think the, the more that we can do to drop those and connect to the divine intelligence that is within us, our human experience is a gift, is the gift to divine intelligence to experience everything here. That's the spark of life. That is the life force that we 
have to enjoy, to experience emotions and feelings and elevated emotions and even the darker emotions, even the sad emotions. That's, that's what this life is about, to taste and to, to experience and to live the best life that you possibly can. And that all comes through creation. That all comes through different things that we can do, things that we decide that we want to do to, to live the fullest expression, the fullest life that we can. And that's what I've chosen to do. So, you know, over the years, I've, I've kind of boiled down some different categories to help optimize our life through the spacesuit that we're living in, this, this incredibly complex bio-engineered spacesuit or earth suit, if you want to call it, that we get to operate through. And, and we really are able to create our own reality through our thoughts and the things that, that we decide. We live in the reality that we decide that we want to live in. And that's a beautiful thing. I had an amazing, amazing mushroom journey on Friday. Well, the January 1st, let's put it that way, of this year, which just really, really took me to some deep places, some profound, deep knowledge. And there's a big difference between knowledge by description, like you're reading a book or you listen to a video, and then there's knowledge by experience. So you can embody that knowledge when you experience it. It's like going to work and going to school and learning all this stuff. But then you go into the real world, that's where you actually learn it, when you apply it and you intentionally work it, work through it and, and do internships and you're like actually doing the work. That's knowledge by experience. That's embodied knowledge. And I experienced some amazing things that I'm going to keep sharing through this year and through the podcast and through different things. And these are all tools. These are all tools of liberation, swords of liberation to liberate yourself from your own mind because the mind is your, your mind is your prison. Your mind is your own suffering. The kingdom of heaven is within us. That's our own joy. That's our own happiness. And our own suffering comes from our own attachment to the spacesuit, our own attachment to the things that we hold on to so tightly and we resist. That said, I'm excited for this year and I'm excited for things to come. And I'm boiling all this into the idea of creative alchemy. I'm a creative alchemist. That is, that is the identity that I am choosing to embody this year and to, to really create. Because when you utilize alchemy, alchemy is the transmutation of something into something even more beautiful. So they used to transmute other metals into gold and things like that. And that is a life process. And if you've ever read The Alchemist, that's a great book. But alchemy is turning things that don't make you feel so good. Fear, primarily. Everything is between love and fear. But if you can transmute fear into love, you're going to create a fuller expression. You're going to love yourself more. You're going to love life more. And there's many different tools to do that. And that's the alchemy. That's the creative alchemy, which I'm excited to, to share with you more about plant medicines, meditation, breath work, creative flow. Like, how do we access that? How do we use creativity as a way to heal and to embody life 
and and express the divine intelligence through our creative gifts and our creative gifts to others because our mission is to help others liberate themselves from their own mind and their own limitations to really live a fully creative expressed life. So that said, looking forward to this year and I'm going to share with you guys 20 things that I learned this past year in 2020. I learned way more things than just 20, but let's for the sake of time, space and and just keeping it a little bit shorter <laughs> as we are just going and going and going. Uh, so number one, the cosmic brick is your biggest gift. And I've been I've been handed some cosmic bricks throughout the last few years. And one was coming out of a relationship and uh, a few years back with a declining business. And that was really a catalyst for me to get to a space where I was questioning things existentially and you know, trying to find the meaning of anything and grasping on to anything. And the universe is going to throw you cosmic bricks and they're going to get bigger and bigger if you don't listen to them because that's where awakening comes from. That's where if you can get through it on the other side of the pain is a beauty and a beauty to life. But you got to understand the cosmic bricks when they're raining on you, when they're hitting you in the face, listen listen to the cosmic bricks. This year through COVID, when that that was a big cosmic brick again to me. I'm, you know, I'm very grateful that I've had I went through a period of time before Dark Night of the Soul where I gained some tools to help me get through it and gained some tools to help me transmute these things into new feelings of possibility because when we live in possibility, we can create the future and the life that we want. Number 2, it's okay not to be okay. And this is something that I've talked about before. It really is. You know, don't hate yourself for not feeling okay. And, you know, it's really what we do with not feeling okay that that is important. Are we working to transmute that? Are we sitting with that and moving through it and letting it pass through our body and letting that not okayness produce feelings that we can move through? and that we can transmute and that we can then move through. But know that it is okay not to be okay. Choose to do what you want. Choose to do and move through that. Number three, healing is peeling. I just posted about this recently, but just an analogy. We're like onions. And if you see the movie Soul, which I just talked about, there's there's a place where they they uh, go or the lost souls go, and that really is just like these negative thought loop layers of trauma that that we start telling ourselves this negative loop of, you know, whatever. I'm not good enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. And those pretty soon they they can get layered and layered and layered into to where it becomes depression or, you know, you hate yourself and you're not fully creatively expressed. And it's up to us to really start going through that healing process to start peeling away those layers because it is, it's peeling those layers away to be able to get to that clear channel 
to the cosmic intelligence, to the connection to the universe so that we can fully express creatively. And when I say fully express creatively, that doesn't mean you have to be an artist. That Your art could be anything. Your art could just be dancing for fun. Whatever connects you to a state of flow and to a state of expression is is what I'm talking about here. So you got to peel the layers. That's the healing process. Number four, all is mental. This is the number one, this is the first hermetic principle and something I've been kind of studying this year is, is the seven hermetic principles. And the first one is that all is mental. Everything is created in the mind. Everything starts with the thoughts because as we think, the world rises around us. So if you think something, then you make a decision to actually take action to create something, right? Whether it's positive or destructive, it's all created in the mind. And creation, all creation starts there. Your life, the way that you want to create your life starts in the mind. So that means the mental game is the biggest game you're ever going to play. I don't know if this is further on this list, but it is something that I truly believe. And from all the people that I've interviewed and through my own learnings of life, the most successful people play a big mental game. They push through all of the obstacles and they learn and they educate themselves and they expand their mind. That's the trick. Okay. Number five, question everything. I think this goes everywhere in life, especially this last year. Don't take anything for face value. I think it's important to research all sides of things, you know? If you live in one side of the narrative, explore the other side of the narrative, get a different perspective, question things, look at, have conversations that don't resonate with you exactly that are opposing views, but also drop your guard and your resistance to have to be right. Question everything, question the narrative, question, question when people are too strong in one narrative or question what's going on. Critically think for yourself, analyze information and intuitively go with what resonates and what feels right for you. Live your own life. Number six, transmitting fear daily is essential. Talked about this a little bit, but the transmutation of fear into gratitude, love, freedom, joy, and these elevated emotions are going to make you feel better. If you're, I, I, you know, when, when COVID started this year, when quarantine started, I, I didn't think I was ever going to work again. I was freaked out. I was, I was, had a lot of fear happening and you can feel that fear in your body. If you really create awareness, you can attune to the, those feelings in your body and, you want to be able to transmute those things with different tools, whether it's meditation, breath work. A lot of fear comes from getting paralyzed in your mind, getting stuck in that default mode network of a negative thought loop and worrying about the future or regretting the past. And the idea is to get to a space where you can transmute those fears into positive possibility and, and loving relationships and relationship with yourself and things like that. Number seven, plant medicine is a huge tool for therapy and ascension. And I'm a true believer in this. You know, most people don't even realize I started with therapy and I think that there's a, there's a place for it. And I think that it's a good start to breaking down and learning the operating manual for this human experience, for this 
this VR space suit that we're in, this Earth suit that we're in. And from the first seven years of our life, we're subconscious beings absorbing everything around us, absorbing what we're taught and what we're cultured to to live by and these different things. And we really don't have any choice because we're just absorbing these things. And they build up and they build up over life. And we go through relationships and we have our parents and and all these different things have create these different traumas and these different attachments to the spacesuit, to our to our psyche, and 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 we live in that pain. That's the stuff that causes the pain. And these different modalities can help free you from that pain and and clear the channel through your mind. And I believe plant medicine is huge. Mushrooms and ayahuasca and 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 all these different things, they're daunting. But if you read How to Change Your Mind, that book really helped me gain a different perspective on these different medicines and how they can help, how they can help you create a clear channel, how they can, how they can help you peel the layers away. Uh, because a lot of the layers are buried deep in the subconscious. And plant medicine really works with the su- subconscious mind to create open channels to help you heal from these loops of things that may have happened to you or for you, depending on the way that you look at it. And it's all getting to a space where you can shift that. So we'll be probably diving more into plant medicine this year. It's been a huge tool for me and of therapy and healing, but also ascension, clearing the channel to like create and live fully expressed. Follow your white rabbit. And you've seen these references through Alice in Wonderland, through The Matrix, through these different movies and films and and things and it's something i'm kind of integrating into my personal brand because i want people to follow their white rabbit we all have a white rabbit that's our curiosity of what's beyond this veil what's beyond this this societal construct this this construct that we've been given there's more there's movies about it there's there's star wars there's harry potter there's all these movies there's obviously alice in wonderland the matrix and different things and um it's that inkling inside of you to go deeper that's calling you to live from a higher place to live your highest self and to fully express from that it's calling you to explore and if you don't listen you might get some cosmic bricks along the way and and uh, because I think the universe just really wants to be fully expressed through you and for you to live this human experience in the most in the biggest way possible. Number nine, you become who and what you want to attract. So this is a bit of a process of ascension, but look at the people in your life and who are you becoming? who you are being? in the world is who you are drawing around you and you're attracting into your life, whether that's relationships, business relationships, money, abundance, finance, it all comes from a space of being. It also comes from a space of vibrational frequency that you're putting out into the world. And everything else around you is a mirror right back to you of who you're being. So if you can ascend and you can you can ascend through a higher level of emotional frequencies, which Joe Dispenza talks about, Bruce Lipton talks about, David R. Hawkins, all these these consciousness authors really explain how that works. And we'll probably dive into a little bit more of that as well, because I've been learning a lot about that. Number 10, gratitude is the biggest state 
changer. So talk about emotional frequencies, gratitude. We all have something to be grateful for, even if it's just the very breath that we're bringing. If you have a healthy body, be grateful for that. Every morning, I I start out my morning with gratitude practice because it shifts my entire state for the day. And it, it shifts how I feel for the day. And it's an easy, easy state change to practice. So right now, think of the top three things that you're grateful for and live into that emotion. Feel it, breathe it, and it shifts your frequency. Number 11, attachment to the physical realm is the cause of suffering. The kingdom of heaven is within. You are the creator of your own suffering and the more attachment, the more suffering. So I talked about this just in the intro, but however, it really is. We create our own suffering by being attached and resisting anything that we are thinking about, that we're worrying about for the future, finances, relationships, this other person, whatever it is, or regretting the past, regretting decisions that you've made in the past, regretting things that you've done in the past. It's all, it's all just a moment in time. And if we can live in the present, and we hear so much about this, but living in the present, and what does that take? That takes a lot. That takes deep meditation to really like live in, be in the present moment. Thoughts take you f- future and past. So if you can create from a new reality, create from a space of meditation. This is what I love about Joe Dispenza's work is he his his meditations take you into the present moment and the present moment is where possibility exists. So when we're stewing in a loop that's negative, we're creating our own suffering. And we can choose to get out of that. It might take some work, might take some plant medicine, might take some therapy. But if we can learn how to navigate this, we can learn how to navigate the spacesuit and the attachments and the, and the resistance, we're going to create more joy. We're going to live in more joy for ourselves. Number 12, your human experience is the gift to cosmic intelligence. And another, another thing I mentioned in the intro, but something I really embodied from this last psilocybin journey is exactly that. We want to be expressed. The gift, if you watch the movie Soul, there's the, the spark is understanding and embodying and feeling that gift of life, that gift of the human experience. And the more we can be present to that, that is what the human experience is all about. And that's how cosmic intelligence, divine intelligence gets to express itself. That's why we're here is to experience the feelings through the senses, the full sensory experience, the food, the travel, whatever that is. And we get to create that. We get to create that. Creativity is healing. I've, I've noticed through this year that creativity can be healing for me. It's a sort of liberation. It gets you into a creative state of flow. And when you're in flow, you're tapped into that cosmic intelligence, whether you realize it or aware of it or not. And the more you can open yourself to being aware of that and letting that flow through you, the uh, the more you're going to experience of that. And that's where the greater creativity happens. That's where the greater expression, creative expression happens. And that's a healing process. Even have you ever sat down and like just drawn something or just got into that space, even if you're not an artist or you're 
you can dance on the street or dance in your apartment. And once you kind of let loose and get into that, that space, that zone, if you're an athlete and you get into the zone of, of sports, that's the same feeling. It's the same access point. Again, they show that in, in the movie Soul, which was just very impactful. Number 14, you, you, and you only are responsible for your own happiness. And this is so true. Nobody's ever going to make you happy. You'll never be able to make anyone else happy. You are the only one that can choose to do the work, to clear the channels, to do the therapy, to do all the work, to really, really get into that space, to make yourself happy. And what does that even mean? That means all the stuff that we just talked about. The therapy, the modalities of, of breaking the trauma through and getting rid of the attachments to this spacesuit, to everyday life, to all the things that happen in life, to release the attachment to that. That's where you begin to start creating your own happiness. And that's a beautiful thing. But you are responsible for that. And as soon as you can take responsibility for your own happiness, you'll start to become more happy. Creativity as your business is just important as creativity in your craft. And for all you creatives out there, we're going to be talking a lot more about this as well. This year, I had to creatively pivot and, and expand. And, and when, when COVID happened, when the quarantine happened, I started pushing my hat business. And that was uh, then I started getting a lot of, of hat commissions and started working through that. But I still didn't work. That was still not just a couple of months after quarantine started this year after my I was panicking so it was after I was transmuting those fears and all these different things I had to become creative in my business approach but it also showed me where do I want to be in this next era of my life what do I want to create I have to start getting creative about that I have to start opening my mind to new ideas and different things and now I'm really excited about what's happening sometimes you have to shed old identities to be able to step into the new ones part of the identity alchemy process Number 16, relationships are a mirror for your own growth. Again, talked about this a little bit, but whether it's a love relationship, whether it's a business relationship, a friendly relationship, a family relationship, even just this past holiday season with spending time with my family, it's it revealed to me a lot of different things that I've had to work on through the years of of shedding and of of healing from and even in relationships who you're attracting in a in a romantic relationship is a really a reflection of who you're being and this is all information it's all information to learn and to learn how to get better from and it's important so the more relationship we have and I think it's important to step away from the attachment of what's happening in the relationship. Util utilize it as an experiment. Utilize it as a way to learn, as a platform to learn more about who you are and, and where you come from. And uh, it's, it's not easy because we get so triggered. And those triggers are from traumas and from th different things in our lives. But if we can step back from the triggers and learn from the relationships and how they're mirrored to us, that's highly important. Number 17, Letting go and loving with a loose grip is not easy. I had to learn this one this year. Found someone who I really was enjoying, uh, who I had created a connection with that was beyond anything that I've ever experienced. And 
had to learn to love them loosely and to love with an open hand to let them fly where they needed to be and and to have to step away and let that go because it wasn't ultimately the right timing whatever that was and that's not easy letting go of something so amazing and beautiful and and of high resonance is is hard because we get attached and just like i was saying like that attachment is what like creates our own suffering and learning how to work through that and learning how to let that go is something i'm still working on and i think you know plant medicine has helped some of that and and just having conversations and surrounding myself with the right people and and it's hard it's very hard because we start falling into the fear of of the future of will this ever happen again or how does this affect me and and how does this what happens here and for me it's you know transmuting those fears constantly on a daily basis working through letting that stuff go is is extremely important and definitely not easy i'm sure you've probably been there number 18 we live in a world of narrative wars for better for worse and if that is one thing that this year has really shown us is the narrative wars that we have immersed ourselves in. And social media has amplified that. Uh, I don't know if you saw The Social Dilemma. Definitely worth watching as it is the tip of the iceberg on what is happening right now. And if uh, you can listen to some other interviews with Tristan Harris, the uh, the guy, the kind of the main guy in, in the film, and they go deeper and deeper into how these narrative wars, these algorithms are feeding us the same thing of what we're watching. And it's end, it ends up radicalizing people into one specific narrative, whether it's the, the left or the right or the conspiracy or whatever, whatever narrative it is, you can get really locked into that one narrative and become radicalized and start to hate the other side. And I've heard it once said as like, you know, you're not going to go, no country is going to go up against the military power of the United States of America, but they can destroy the United States of America from the inside out through information and create a civil war and, and pit people against each other and completely radicalize two different sides of the spectrum. And at the end of the day, it really comes down to our own self-awareness, working through our own traumas and our own triggers to not get so hateful of the other side, to create love instead of hate, to create a space of, of inclusivity and 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 togetherness because we are really are all one, but this stuff divides us. Number 19, you create the reality that you want to live in. And this just goes along with the narrative war. You create your own reality. You create your own narrative. You create your own from everything, how you live physically, how you take care of your body, to the friends and, and people that you surround yourself with, to the place that you live, to the places that you travel it's all decisions it's, as we talked about it's all mental everything starts with the mind and you can either live in fear you can be consumed by main, mainstream media you can listen to what they're saying or you can create a different reality i think the thing is is you know any sort of reality even conspiracy theories are, are going to create fear within you and you got to regulate that 
the right way, the right side has its own things. The left side has its own things. And I think really it comes down to us putting this stuff out here. Let's, let's create spaces of healing. Let's create spaces of ascension. Let's create art in the world. Let's let this bring us closer. And that comes on an individual basis, an individual basis of people going through their own healing process, their own ascension process. And that's up to you. That's up to you to choose to do that. Number 20, we are living in one holographic virtual reality experience. This has never become more apparent to me than this year. Maybe it's from partially the idea of using plant medicine and psychedelics, but also a lot of different books that I've read. And even from watching movies and things like Avatar and and Ready Player One, the idea that we are just living the sensory, what's behind this sensory input, the sensory experience? Who's experiencing this 3D world through us, through our bodies, through this like complex biological spacesuit? It's it's something to think about and and very holographic. And I think that's where, you know, there's there's different I've been reading different things. There's even a CIA document talking that was released in 2003 talking about the gateway experience and and how this really is a completely holographic experience. And so there's a lot of science, there's a lot of different things around around all of this. We just have to tap into it. Tap in, go within. That's the that's the message here. But that's a lot of that's the stuff that I've learned this year. And even in this podcast here, it's I'm opening myself to channeling divine intelligence to, to to getting into a flow state. I've I when I first started my podcast, I, I was, had so much fear of speaking behind a microphone. I could, it took me hours to start and stop and re-record and delete and and do different things to record like one five to ten minute episode. And now I'm I'm I've been doing a lot of this work and I think plant medicine has helped broken a lot of these subconscious blockages that have helped me in speaking and communicating. And even this is pretty much just one straight flow of of communication. So I'm seeing the results of utilizing these modalities to unblock subconscious parts of my own psyche and my own inhibitions that have come from childhood, that have come from my parents, that have come from different relationships, come from society, all these different things. It's really up to us to go and and break free from from all of that to live a more creatively expressed life. So with that, I'm looking forward to jumping in and diving in with you guys this year and and really sharing some of these swords of liberation with you my gifts we all have gifts to give the world what are your gifts what what are your swords of liberation to help people dive into their higher self and to to learn about themselves and fully creatively express so with that we're kicking it off we're kicking it off baby we're loving it. We're loving life. So if you want to learn more, you can follow me over at Nick Onkin on Instagram. That's kind of the primary platform at Onkin Radio on Instagram as well. That is the new space. I'm going to be bringing on some amazing guests this year that I'm super excited about. We're going to explore consciousness and creativity, the interlinking between the two. 
and just everything in between. This is going to be different topics that I'm interested in, that I want to learn about, and that I want to share with you guys to what's the ultimate goal? To live a more creatively expressed life, to optimize this human vessel that we're in from health and wellness to spirituality to personal development to, you know, operating in the world from with finances and building relationships and, and all these different things to create a more rich, rich life to tapping into the divine cosmic intelligence that we all have access to, to live a bigger and brighter life. So with that, my friends, shine on, tap into that cosmic intelligence. And we'll see you 